Sure. Because yeah. when you forward them, there's no subject, it just says forward. So then I have to dig through all these yeah. to find, like the one you sent me the other day is like, uh, it says, I represent science. So automatically I know when I bring that up, I know exactly what it is. And you sent me one that, and you said, what am I doing here? Well, see, the that following way I know is an America Matters I media production. Yeah. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. Welcome back. It's Talking Truth to Power, Nevada, and the world's Freedom Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brendan Trainer. Along with me is Leland Fagri and our co-host. And on behind the board, doing all our <laughs> fabulous sound effects, is Shannon Lawson. And, morning. Uh, good morning. And uh, so, um, oh, 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 it's Omicron still. Yeah. Yeah. Moronic. <laughs> Moronic. Yeah. <laughs> well... And you again, move a few letters around, and it's right, ironic. Right, and you know, last week I talked about a doctor that I've been listening to on YouTube a lot, and I think I gave him an Irish name. He's really got a Scotch name. Yeah, you did mention him. You thought yeah. he was from South Africa, I think. Yeah. He he's getting the reports from South Africa. Uh -huh. His name is Doctor John Campbell. He's got a bit of a Brit accent. I don't know, maybe from up near the Scotch border or something. But uh, he he posts videos almost daily with. Uh, documentation so he goes over the documentation with a pen underlining and making notes there so he's very very good if you want to get the latest because Sullivan wasn't it uh, I think I said Sullivan but his name is Campbell oh okay Dr. John Campbell like the soup uh-huh and <laughs> he's really good because the news from South Africa and and from the rest of the world I mean he's not just South Africa but the virus is, uh, the Omicron virus is spreading rapidly. It's heavily found already in South African sewage. It does infect those with natural immunity from COVID, uh, the basic COVID and the Delta. However, so natural immunity, if this holds up, natural immunity may not protect you, unfortunately, Leland, from <laughs> Omicron. But... Um, but the effects are very mild. But the effects are very mild. That's the offset. And Dr. Campbell says it's spreading so rapidly that he believes everybody will be um, exposed to it by the end of January. Just like the last variant, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's getting out there. I think yeah. it's even faster. I think because it's uh, weaker, it's also faster. And so it's, it's really mm -hmm. getting out there. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's very, very mild so far. Over, you know, when we talked about how, in many cases, uh, studies have shown that almost half of the patients admitted to veterans' hospitals in America uh, that were uh, tested and found positive for COVID, they were not admitted for COVID symptoms. So they had. Right. So yeah. they had. Uh, you the know, CDC is not quick to. No, point disseminate that out. That. No. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And in South Africa, so far, it's not just 45%, it's like 75% of those admitted to the hospitals there 
that then tested positive were admitted for other reasons. It does infect some children and younger adults, but again, it's usually very, very mild. Now, the last time, I think it's more or less just extreme fatigue for a few days and maybe headaches. Uh-huh. And that's about the extent of most of the cases. Mine was, when I went through it, it was fatigue. Yeah, you had fatigue too. Well, I'm tired all the time, so I never know. Well, <laughs> but I mean more than usual. Yes. And it was serious fatigue. I mean, I looked, I have a spiral staircase. And right. I looked at that thing every time I had to go up or down, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, it was extreme fatigue. Extreme fatigue. Is the way he put it. That's yes. all I really had. Yep. And uh, the, uh, all right, so, so in other words, he's hopeful that this could be the end of the pandemic. Right, right. <laughs> And we'll go into the endemic stage and COVID will just be there like the other flus. And, you know, we'll get it every so often. Some, we'll, we'll, catch a, we'll catch it. But we're not certain that gain-of-function research has discontinued. No. It's no. the problem. Because <laughs> so, if this bioweapon didn't yeah, work, let's work on another one. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> that's if at it, first you don't I mean, succeed. We are dealing with Frankenstein. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know the, the um, you know build back better sounds very nice, but in Europe, there you know a lot of these fanatics in Europe and Australia are calling it the new normal or the new world order is what the Australians started calling it. Well, it's a perfect tool if you're trying to build a totalitarian state. Sure, vaccine passports and the rest. You know, uh -huh. it's, it's a frightening thought that we, and they're all it's already happening in some parts of the world. Exactly. Australia has their own camps now. Yeah, but if you are unvaccinated, you can be put in a camp in uh, in the uh, the territories, you know, way up where the Aborigines live. Right. And right. <laughs> where the prisoners used to be sent. Right. right. <laughs> and it's it's pretty draconian. I mean, I mean, they're not torturing people, but they're you're being restricted to your room most of the time, and. They tell you when you can go or not. You're subjected to testing and all this. It's it's no fun. I don't know whether they're, they're going to look at this like their version of the Japanese internment in World War II by the end time this is over, if we ever well, there recover some, from this. I think there's very similar uh, parts yeah. to this. Mm -hmm. And then other countries are locking up the unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. Greece is fining senior citizens who are not vaccinated. Those mean old senior citizens. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I could, I, you know, I really can't believe it. I, once again, this whole thing would have been much, much better if the government never got involved in it at all. Like, yeah, like, like everything. Yeah, like everything. <laughs> everything the government touches turns to lead. Right. But they're really <laughs> criticizing science. Yeah. Because I represent science. Uh -huh. We were trying to figure out what the hell you were representing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, He's the face of You know, if you attack Fauci now, you're an anti-Simon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't be anti-Simonic, you know. Leave him alone. <laughs> well, it'll probably result in a, a, a huge uh, swell of gun ownership is what's going to happen here. You know? Which is, oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Know, not a bad thing. No. People are, are seeing this for what it is, the gradual accretion of authoritarianism.
And, you know, it's, it looks like, for all the intents and purposes, it's right around the corner. Man, who knows this schedule? This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Join the conversation. Call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Talking Truth to Power. And uh, what do you think about all these looters take, uh, breaking into stores and well, stealing Well, just when things. you thought it couldn't get any worse, the Fox Christmas tree was set alight. Oh, it was? This morning. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, overnight. Oh. Some guy showed up with a newspaper and lit, lit it lit up. Lit it up? And the, fl- and the tree went with it. Well, I may- maybe he was Jewish, because we're going to talk about that in Jews in the News. <laughs> in the last well, my thought was, why did it take so long? <laughs> and, I, and why didn't they have security out there? Yeah. Prepared for such an eventuality, because I could have told them. Mm-hmm. So vulnerable. Yeah. Well, you know, AOC said uh, once again that they... You know, the looters are hungry, and they must be after oh, bread. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, she must. Uh, they must have thought that Louis Vuitton was a baguette store. Well, what they do is they take those <laughs> those leather bags home, and yeah. then they boil them and eat them. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's what they do. Yeah, they just want bread. <laughs> or maybe they just want the Benjamins. That's <laughs> more like it. <laughs> and then we have... Um, the two, uh, we have the one trial of Justice Smollett still going on, and then we have Alec Baldwin digging the hole around him deeper. You know, as he t- did an interview with uh, well, Stepan. Was Al- it him or Chris Cuomo that dug him deeper? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, Don Lemon or Lemon? I mean, yeah, Don Lemon. Uh, CNN again. Don Lemon was CNN friendly. tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So Alec Baldwin's uh, excuse, I didn't pull the trigger. That's right up there with Smollett's, I paid them for training. Or Bill Clinton's, I did not have sex with that woman. So he, he let the hammer go instead of pulling the trigger? Is that the deal? You'd have to pull the trigger, though, to let the hammer go. I mean, it, you could pull back the hammer. It's my understanding I don't own a, a single shot. I, I I don't know if I ever did, but... You pull back the hammer. If you're if you're holding in the trigger, you can pull back the hammer, and then if you let go, it'll it'll yeah. spring forward. Right. I believe that's correct. But otherwise, you have to pull the trigger. Well, you he's cl- cocked he's, the hammer. He's you have clearly to pull setting the up his own trial because that's or all of the litigation that happens after. You know, that's what's. Well, uh, maybe the civil litigation, yeah. but um, the attorney. General of in Santa Fe said it would probably take till the spring to complete the investigation. But I'm, I've heard some pretty good lawyers. <laughs> yeah, it's a very complicated yeah. case. <laughs> a handful of live rounds on a on a television on a movie set. I mean, yes. how complicated could it be? You know. But the thing is, no matter how sloppy, <laughs> and the thing was sloppy from the beginning. I mean the. 
the, the production was poorly run from the outset. People were walking off the set. The armor was her first uh, 24-year-old armor. was only her second job, and she didn't do that well in her first job. And then, um, and then she didn't hand him the gun. She's supposed to hand him the gun. An assistant director picked the gun up off a cart and gave it to him and said, cold gun. But when push comes to shove, the actor is, and George Clooney came out and said this, so he stabbed well, the involvement in the then back. You know yeah. <laughs> he said, when you give the actor the gun, he is supposed to check it himself and show it to the person he's going to point it at. Mm. So he didn't, uh, Baldwin, there's no indication that Baldwin did any of that. He's an insufferable narcissist. I mean, <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Exactly. That's what he reveals. That's what he's counting on. He's yes. counting on that they won't prosecute. Absolutely. And it may not be, it could either be reckless uh, in date, uh, manslaughter uh, or it could be um, just negligent manslaughter. I'm not sure what the sentencing is in but, yeah, but he he should be charged with something. Yeah. You know, besides the civil suit that he's undoubtedly. Oh, I think have he's going to gonna be charged with something. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. slap on the wrist to him. Yeah. And uh, Jesse made a complete fool of himself on the witness stand. Oh my God. <laughs> and you you should if we we'll we won't see the video, but if you could contrast the way he performed when he testified in his own trial with the way Kyle Rittenhouse testified in his trial. Right. I mean, it was night and day. Well, one comes from uh, a position of truth. Of truth, exactly. What, what the purpose of the entire encounter was, whereas this guy, he's contrived the entire yeah, when, event. Yeah, once you start lying, you know, you create a web and you're going to get He just had to get to that subway at two in the morning in sub-freezing temperatures. You know? Well, actually, he went for eggs. Ah, Oh, I see. see, one of the uh, Nigerian bodybuilders texted <laughs> <laughs> texted him. It could Probably the one he was having sex with. Uh -huh. uh, and texted him and said that, uh, you know, in order to do your dietary regimen, we advise you, you need eggs. So he, he went out to so get subway. eggs. Subway? He went out to get eggs, but the dairy store was closed. At 2 in the morning? Yeah, at 2 in the morning. He huh. couldn't find any eggs. With, I think it was minus 25. <laughs> he couldn't knock on the door next to him and ask if they had a couple of eggs they could loan him. Right. <laughs> eggs are so hard to find at 2 in the morning. <laughs> oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. Plus, they have that video of him going going to his with the two brothers at... Uh, Staging the event the day before. <laughs> yeah, they staged the crime. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how could that uh, benefit you if you were a, a legitimate defense client? Right. How would exactly. you how would you protect him from that? He's he's dug his own grave. Yeah, I sure did. And he deserves to have whatever is going to happen. I mean, if he were to show up here, I'd call security. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want him out of here. Yeah. And this Kamala boy, everybody's deserting her ship. I mean, they can't wait to get out of there. I don't want to be a part of that uh, sinking ship entertainment. No. That was the company that that uh, created the video for her, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian company, sinking yeah. ship entertainment. Oh, yeah. Uh, you mean the space video? Uh, no, she, uh, I don't know, she, she created a video uh, in defense or about the time that she was in the crosshairs of the border neglect, mm -hmm. you know, 
And the company they hired was out of Canada, and the name of the company is Sinking Ship Entertainment. You However, know the you know the thing. Yeah, you can't, you yeah. can't make that up. <laughs> Wouldn't you stay away from that if you found out the name of the company was Sinking Ship Entertainment <laughs> just for the sake of anything that might happen? <laughs> I mean, all they had to do was call me. Yes. <laughs> Well, we have a couple of minutes, but, you know, all of this uh, woke madness is, is driving uh, the president of France and, uh, crazy. Yeah. Isn't that an interesting development, though? Yeah. Yes. And um, he is uh, very upset because I don't know if anybody in the audience has studied French, but every, every French word is gender specific. Every noun has either a, a pronoun that means it's a male or a pronoun that means it's a female. There are no neutral nouns in France. And then so the verbs are affecting everything else. And now the Academy Linguiste came out and said that, uh, well, no, we have, to, we have to put, instead of just he, him, and she, her, we have to put in a they, them, or, you know, we have to find a way to do that. So they invented a new word. Oh. And, Sort of like uh, combining the male and the female uh, pronouns. Le and la, they come up with li. <laughs> but then what are the French going to do? They'd have to change their whole language. Every single word would have to be different. Now, which chapter of 1984 is this found in? Because <laughs> I want to refresh. A trans girl is a girl. Uh -huh. <laughs> Sarah, and, and, and even the Democrats are retiring in droves. They don't want anything to do with this now. You know? No, they're they're chewing on each other. Uh huh. And you would have expected that, uh -huh. you know, at some point. I mean, you, I mean, Manchin, he's not going for this. No. The, now the question is, when are you going to leave the party? Uh huh. So, yes, exactly. You know, I mean, there's no doubt that people are talking to him yeah. about it. And West Virginia is purple, but it's it's. You know, it's leaning more and more to the right over the years. You know, Biden's polling could be a drag on Democrats. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Just an observation. I've oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe uh, Jack Tapper came out and said it or something. <laughs> he's the last they've got there now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's the... Jake Tapper's, that's all Jake they have. Jake Tapper's all they got. Uh, unless, I think Brian Stelter wants an evening slot. But I think they've... They've realized that they have to re reconstruct that network now. That's what this is. Yeah. It's, there's more to this. And I think Lemon will go. He's got some of his own personal problems, apparently. Yeah. Uh -huh. Somebody is suing him. Yeah. Um, a straight male came, a white straight male came up to him in a bar. Lemon had too much to drink. Yeah. And approaches someone he shouldn't have approached. Yeah. Happened. He tried to say hello to him and he ignored him. And then later, Lennon... Lemon walked CNN up to CNN will look after me. This <laughs> is CNN. Yeah. He put his hand in his crotch and pulled it out and put it in the guy's face and it rubbed it in his mustache or something. So the guy is suing him. Yeah, and he deserves to be sued. <laughs> yes. And now he could also be in trouble because he was advising uh, Justice Smollett. Yep. Very good advice he gave him, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure he did, yeah. <laughs> How can I help my buddy? Do you hear that Johnson & Johnson is going to be splitting up into two companies? Um, Johnson? <laughs> One company is going to be called Johnson, and, and the other company will become Johnson. <laughs> you 
mean there'll be two Johnsons? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, the landscape is just never-ending. It's a good thing we're able to put this stuff together for our listening audience, isn't it? <laughs> Barbecue the Butcher's Kitchen would like to thank every customer for your loyalty and continued support through these challenging times. Call for takeout and delivery of rib tips, brisket, ahi tuna, roasted veggies, and much more. Charbecue is open from 11 to 7, Monday through Saturday, and delivers hot food safe and healthy. Call 499-5855 for details. 499-5855 Charbecue, as featured on diners, drive-ins, and dives. Get real. Get into Charbecue Reno. This overload. Shannon Lawson here. Join us for the Nevada Radio Roundup, Fridays at 2 p.m. at Good News Variety Show, all about the local scene. The Nevada Roundup, Friday at 2. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Talking Truth to Power. And uh, it's time to talk a little bit more foreign policy. And just like domestic policy, uh, Biden's foreign policy is an amateur production. It's not going anywhere except in the favor of uh, those people whom the political parties like to call their, our enemies, but we here at Talking Truth to Power like to say, now, wait a minute, who's the enemy here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, It's not always easy to tell no, the way they right, discuss it, and right. the narration doesn't help. So the, the latest in, in the Ukraine saga, it, which started several months ago, uh, is that um, Putin and Biden had a two-hour uh, Zoom call together uh, yesterday. and Two hours we, and one minute. Two hours and one minute, okay. Uh, <laughs> and what happened is that uh, Russia basically got its way. And you're not going to hear that. I don't. Well, you might hear it from the opposition. Because the Republicans are going to be calling him weak, and the Democrats are going to be um, are also going to be upset. But the fact is that what um, he looked him in the eye. Yeah, he did. Biden looked Putin in the eye. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, they were here? playing that whole thing. <laughs> they were playing that whole thing about Putin doesn't have a soul, and Putin is a killer. But uh, and so they're going to try and hide the fact that Biden had to back down, but he did. Uh, what what's going on is is that uh, there was Victoria Newland. Remember, went to Moscow a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. she didn't go over very well. She bombed, and so she left uh, without getting what she wanted. And then Biden sent uh, Burns, the CIA director, to Moscow to try and pave it over a little bit. And but Russia told him that uh, in no way are they going to allow the Ukraine to become a member of NATO. And if you think that that's not right and Ukraine should do whatever it wants to do, well, just think about Cuba. 
in, yeah, in, that's a good comparison. In yeah. 1962, Khrushchev or Russia, you know, Cuba was declared itself communist, and they were going to align with Russia, and Russia was going to put missiles in Cuba. And uh, John F. Kennedy stood up and said, no, you're not. And we were on the brink of a world war. But we acquiesced. Uh, yeah. from the missile withdrawal in Turkey. Yes, exactly. But people don't like to talk and, about and that nor, part. Nor does it become part of the discussion if it ever does come up. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it wasn't just that we unilaterally uh, forced Putin down, uh, Khrushchev down, but we made concessions too. It's the way the story is told makes a whole hell of a bit of a difference. Yes, it? it does. Biden says he's trying to work out an accommodation for Putin. Right. I think it's pretty clear that that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Putin uh, laid down some red lines. Uh, NATO is not to be put into the countries that were formerly part of the Soviet Union, not the Warsaw Pact, you know, mm -hmm. right. not, not those countries, although they really don't need to be there either. But the countries that are formerly the part of the Soviet Union, namely Ukraine, Moldova, Georgia, and Belarus. They're off limits to NATO. And, you know, they've been trying to push the envelope there. Well, not just them, but, you know, uh, the entire Warsaw Pact, there was an implicit understanding after the fall of the Berlin Wall yes. that they, NATO wouldn't touch them. And, it, you know, it wasn't necessary. And it still isn't necessary. It's more, um, you, you can find diplomatic cables in which this was acknowledged, mm -hmm. but it was never put into a treaty. It was never put into writing. Mm -hmm. But the, basically, Gorbachev said, you know, we're, we're going to withdraw from uh, Germany and we're going to withdraw from Poland, Czechoslovakia, and uh, the other, uh, Hungary, and the other countries that we were in. And in return, James Baker and the other diplomats said that NATO would not expand, you know, past where it was, mm -hmm. Germany. And instead, under Clinton especially, NATO did expand. Where's why David Eisenhower when you need him? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Are we the birdies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, Kathy, because, um, you know, we, we betrayed uh, the spirit of the end of the Soviet Union. We couldn't leave it alone. And Moscow, the capital of Russia, is only 500 miles from these countries. They wouldn't be able, even with all the missile defense systems, that they have erected, they'd be hard-pressed to uh, defend Moscow against a missile attack. So they're not going to allow it. And um, so but, uh, not only that, but Putin wants a new security in, uh, superstructure for Europe. He mm -hmm. wants a treaty, basically, a grand bargain. Which, which helps facilitate their grand design of entanglement and their new world order. That's what it is. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just another piece of entanglement. No, it's to it's to keep Europe and Ru uh, away from Russia. Well, that's basically. the that's what they say. It's ostensible. It's not yeah. legitimate. Well, it's not gonna it's not gonna be. It's just gonna be a a, a non-aggression pact, basically. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're worth. I don't know the what paper they worth? that they're written on. <laughs> but it it will last for a few decades, and you and I won't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, and, yeah. Don't think along those lines. But, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, that's all you can get. I mean, politics is not, uh, you know, you can't, you can only draw so many red lines and, and create so many treaties. Look at all the treaties we broke with the Indians. I mean, treaties are, 
you know, there and the uh, agreement, the nuclear agreement, the JCPOA with Iran, although it was not formally a treaty, it was, you know, a internationally recognized agreement, and they're only worth the uh, good intentions of the people behind them. So things could change, but the fact is that Biden, we're now importing oil from Russia again because of Biden's policies, mm-hmm. or domestic policies. Yep. And you know what? We're probably going to need to import oil from Iran as well. Yeah. And Europe wants Iranian oil. And Iran is now allied with Russia and China. Now, did Nord Stream 2 come up in those two hours and one minute conversation? You know, there's some, there's some kind of... <laughs> another, there's another delay. And I, I, I heard it was just um, because some of the companies involved... Uh, went through changes, changed their names or something, and it's just paperwork, but I'm not sure. It could be, thick, you know. I mean, I mean are we going to get a transcript, and can we trust the transcript? <laughs> yeah, if exactly. If we get one. Well, they, they give readouts. Yeah, I yeah. know. But. And you can read the readouts from the uh, Russian. Uh, the Russians are pretty good about it. Actually, too. I think that's probably the source I would prefer to read. Yeah, they, they are pretty good about it. And uh, you can read them on the Russian Foreign Ministry, you know, the English version, their webpage, or uh, the Kremlin's webpage, too, if it only involves Putin. Well, I wonder if uh, Putin brought up Eisenhower's quote about NATO. Remember in 1951? Yeah, the one about... uh, He said, in in 10 years, if all American troops stationed in Europe for national defense purposes have not been returned to the United States, then this whole project will have failed. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, you know, the purpose of NATO, I think I've said it before, the pur- the whole purpose of NATO was to keep, um, in, as far as Europe goes, was to keep America in, so Russia out, and Germany down. It was an entangling alliance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something the Founding Fathers warned us not to do. And a lot of this is just, you know, when Victoria Newland was testifying before Congress, and she is not a good-looking woman, I'm sorry, but I mean, but apart from the fact that she's a member of the Council on Foreign, foreign Relations, relations yeah. yeah. And when she's talking about Putin, it looks like she's passing a kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her face is so contorted, and all the all the well, Putin makes life miserable for these people. I know for these global, which is why I like them. <laughs> I, I mean, like Russia because they make life miserable for the entanglement crowd. Right, the elitists exactly. at the CFR and the Trilateral Commission have been pushing this on us for years and, and keeping the American people stupid. Right. Because if the American people knew this was what they were up to, they would vote in opposition and be more prepared to vote mm-hmm. for people who were more like-minded. Right. But they're given a distorted view they of reality. They are, so they don't know how to vote. Exactly. That's why we're in this mess. And people don't always vote foreign policy anyway. They usually vote bread and butter yeah, issues. It's the economy, stupid. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the Constitution, the major role of the president is foreign policy. That's the entire. Purpose. Yeah, every, everything domestic is supposed to be Congress. Yeah, and, and at the state level. Yes, and at the state level, of course. Yes. So, I mean, I know everything is inverted. The, the pyramid is upside yeah, down. It's literally upside down. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you but, know, I, I ran into somebody who was a fan of Kathleen Brown yesterday. Oh, okay. Can you believe that? <laughs> I never thought I'd ever live long enough to run into a supporter. <laughs> we I, choose truth over facts. I actually <laughs> came in contact with somebody who said that he was 
supporter, a supporter of hers. Mm. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Organist. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, there's, yeah, the polls are never 100%. There's always a few people there that, are, no matter how outrageous the question, there's always a few people. Like, well, there was a lot to the conversation that I didn't delve into because uh -huh. um, I thought it was going to engender um, friction, and I wasn't looking for that at the time. I, I got my my purpose for the for the point of the conversation very very quickly, and I decided I would steer around it. But there's actually someone out there, <laughs> I, and I ran into them yesterday, who was a supporter of Kathleen Brown. I was absolutely shocked. segment of Talking Truth to Power on Jews in the News. And of course, we have to give the official ADL disclaimer. Mm -hmm. And we recognize that Israel is uh, our closest ally in the Middle East, and it, it's the only democracy in the Middle East. And they don't throw gay people off of rooftops. Not Lebanon? Well, that's going to go away soon. Oh, so okay. we can't okay. count that. Yeah. And then, then the, uh, the uh, in fact, you know, um, each and every time, whenever we see uh, Jewish people uh, behaving badly, we must remember it's always, always our, our fault. fault. Yep. Okay. So this is about uh, a friend of the show, Sarah yeah. Silverman. Uh -huh. We've talked about her before, and right. Seth Rogen. Yep. And their woke uh, uh, movie, uh, not a movie, it's a series <clears throat> on uh, HBO Max, I think, called Santa Claus, Inc., Incorporated. Does it run all year long, or just no? It's eight series, eight oh. eight weeks up until Christmas. Just coming right yeah. into Hanukkah and Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the uh, it's a terrible, terrible story that's been really panned. Nobody likes it. The premise is that uh, there's a little elf girl, obviously a girl, uh, played by Sarah. Who believes? Uh, who is working her way up the uh, Toyland, uh, you know, ladder, corporate ladder, to become the the new Claus eventually, or I something? Okay. Yeah. But then she finds out to her horror that Santa Claus is really a white male sexist. Huh. Yeah. And all the elves uh, follow after him, and they 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 get drunk and they uh, uh, do drugs, 
and they do all these, you know, so it's really a dysfunctional work atmosphere. I for see. Her. While they're making toys, they're drinking and yeah, they're, they're carrying on. Yeah, they're messing around, yeah. I see. So it, it's a dysfunctional workplace, you know, so she has to file a suit or something. I, I didn't see the even the trailer because it's so bad that it got a, like a, a three on the Rotten Tomatoes website. Which, Boy, that's serious. Yes. <laughs> and talk about trans fans. girl is a girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, Sarah. <laughs> there she is, right there. Right, and uh, it, it was completely ratioed on social media. You know what that means? There were uh, like maybe ten likes and ten thousand dislikes on social media. Well, YouTube has control over that. They were doing that for Biden. You know? Yeah, so they. They blacked out the dislikes and yeah. took the comments down. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. That helps a little bit. Yeah. You got control of that <laughs> way of describing it. And it's just full of woke jokes like the little girl says to Santa Claus, you know, more people believe in you than vaccines and the Holocaust. Uh-huh. You know, it was like a really, really bad episode of Saturday Night Live, which is going in the same direction mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> it's, sounds like they had the same writers, right? It and it's unfortunate because it was claymation, and claymation can be really, you know, good. Uh, it, you know, when they have to take every, they take clay figures, and then they have to take a still picture, picture, still picture every second or so, uh-huh. and then they run them all together to make the movie. But uh, the, uh, it just didn't it. It's a nice technology, but a totally bad concept. And then, not only that, but then Seth Rogen, uh, even at, even though he had tweeted earlier in the week that uh, people that live in big cities should just have to get used to high crime. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great quote, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. When you're living in the city, what do you expect? <laughs> So, uh, Did you hear the fox Christmas tree burnt up? Yeah, you told me about yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> We're wondering what the ethnicity there was. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's everything, you know. <laughs> so uh, now, you know, Santa's being attacked in other venues, too. Uh, Norway got woke. You know, your your fatherland there, Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Norway uh, I heard had that. A, yeah, the, the state TV had a, a gay Santa. Yep. That uh, the ho- the member the household uh, father or whatever finds him under the tree, I guess, and they and they have a kiss. I saw the the emblem that they used. <laughs> and there was also a gay interracial affair. A white Santa and a black uh, Santa were having an affair mm-hmm. too. Ma- so, it makes a more perfect world that way, right? <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, the original St. Nicholas, if you don't know, was a wealthy man who, who became a bishop in uh, in Greece, like in the 4th century, I think. And he was still wealthy even after he became a bishop, so he gave a lot of gifts to the poor. And sometimes uh, the homeless people would sleep on the street and take their shoes and socks off, or their sandals and socks off, whatever. And he would put the gift in the socks of the homeless. Mm. And that's how you got the the Christmas, uh, you know, hanging your sock up by the by the fireplace. Uh-huh. 
And uh, he's also a patron saint of, of hookers, but we don't have to go into that today. Well, they had saints for everything, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Quite literally. Yeah, Christianity yeah, is saints like for 30, everything. It's like 30,000. That's what Payne described it. <laughs> they had saints for everything. <laughs> That's one reason why the, the Jews and the Muslims don't like uh, Christianity, because uh, if you have... Uh, they consider it uh, infidels if you have uh, saints. You know, if you pray to saints, right. you're practicing uh, mm. you're practicing infidel. But at any rate, um, so I think you're wit the witnesses. Yeah, as well. The whole uh, jolly Santa Claus and the sleigh ride and the all of that didn't come about until the 19th century, I think, in Scandinavia, Sweden. They invented that aspect of it. And then it came to America. Lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with yes. you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, I've called Gary, and Gary's going to join us for the year our year-end show. Oh, good. Yeah, we're going to have him on the show. Maybe we'll get uh, a full uh, throttle going into the new year. And, you know, we've mentioned it before, but if anybody has read the Talmud, the, you know that uh, the Jews uh, hate uh, Christianity and Jesus and Mary and the whole nativity story. And they hate Christian uh, culture. And uh, like I said, I attended a, uh, a show where Sarah Silverman was on, and uh, she, she had quite a few things to say about Jesus. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, what did she have to say about you? Well, she, she said, um, basically, she said... I don't care. Good. I, I hope the Jews did kill Christ. I'd do it again. Do it again in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to edit that a little bit. It was that out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I edited it, too. You had to re-edit it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I re-edited it. I yeah. had to pull at least one curse word out of there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, so... You know, when I hear conservatives, and I hear them over Thanksgiving talking about how uh, America is a Judeo-Christian country, you know, nobody said that until after World War II when the, the Jewish culture exploded in New York City with, the, you know, the, uh, the great uh, Jewish writers of the time. But, uh, and it, it doesn't make any sense because Juda Judaism and Christianity are definitely opposed to each other. And trying to blend them into one uh, good-to-get-along religion really does not make any any sense. The uh, and so well, it's a political marriage. Yes, it, I don't have anything to say exactly on that. And we'll, what we'll it is, as far as because both parties, you know, have you. been in, uh, taken over by uh, primarily by the Jewish interests, if I may be so bold to say. If Facebook, if Facebook doesn't take me down for it or something. Take your microphone away. Yeah, but like uh, Pat Buchanan said, um, the American government is Zionist-occupied territory. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here on Talking Truth to Power, we have uh, always spoken well of the non-Zionist, non uh, you know, Jewish people and the non-political Jewish people, the ordinary Jewish people. But it's organized... Uh, international Jewry and all that that encompasses that's really a, a big problem like I mean I, like I've said on the show before no Chinaman ever called me a goy and so the, the Chinese don't or have, anybody else I yeah, 
they don't have that animosity that they actually, uh, and again, you have to read their holy books or read commentaries on the holy books. But according to their religion, you know, they are the chosen people. God loves everybody, but he chose us. That's what they like to say. But that means that they are the only human beings, the only uh, object of creation. Yeah. Not good. Well, remember, you can. there's still time to get your uh, ammo bullet cases engraved with Let's Go Brendan. All right. It makes a great stocking, stocking stuffer. <laughs> We didn't use our dog whistles. No, we could have. <coughs> we will. It's too good to not use.